building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Welcome to The Art of Entrepreneurship, another episode about the things people say. Last announcement about the AirPod giveaway. Today is the last day. So if you are listening on Friday, May 27th, it is the very last day to enter. So if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and a review. Send a screenshot of your review to hello at excelitymarketing.com and you will be entered to win. We will be announcing the winner probably on Monday so we can, you know, collect all of the entries and pick someone. And we'll be announcing the winner on LinkedIn and sending an email to that person. So good luck and thank you so much for your support. This is the last episode in celebration of episode 100 last week, where we are replaying the most popular episodes ever of The Art of Entrepreneurship. And the most popular things people say, ish people say episode, is a tactical guide to auditing your circle. When I was looking at the data, I was not surprised that this episode was very popular because auditing your circle is something that I think everyone wants to do and also has a hard time doing. It's extremely hard to remove the people from your life that are not serving you or you are not serving them and then purposely bring people into your life that help you level up to that next place that you want to be and challenge you and can have smart conversation with you and support you and love you. So enjoy this episode about a tactical guide to auditing your circle and we will be back with new episodes next week. We are going to have a little chat today on a somewhat serious topic. I want to talk a little more in depth about auditing your circle. Most people have a circle that they've built over time. I think we all do this. We hang on to some friends from high school and some friends from college and some friends from your first few jobs, some friends from your current job. And it becomes kind of this big hodgepodge of random people that you try to keep in touch with, but most adults are pretty bad at it. I think very few people are intentional about who is in their circle, or should I say, who actually remains in their circle. If you are listening to this episode, you're probably at least interested in auditing your circle and understanding how to get the people that you need in your circle and the people that maybe need to go out of your circle. I'm going to give you some information on how I've handled this. I've always kind of naturally preened my circle. I am not the person that has a big group of friends from high school and college. And frankly, I've always been a little jealous of those people that have like this built-in, you know, friend group that they travel with and yada, yada. I definitely had groups of friends back then, but I mostly exited those groups in favor of pursuing my own goals and dreams and my own life path. And so when I'm feeling, you know, a little sad that I don't have this big built-in group of girlfriends, I have to remember that I did this on purpose. And the idea of auditing your circle might make you feel a little sad or a little scared too. And I think that's totally normal. None of the people that you were friends with or might still be friends with are bad people. None of those people for me were bad people. Quite the opposite, actually. They are mostly really nice, good, hardworking Midwestern people. 
all of the friends that I had in my past, I would definitely still be friendly with if I ran into them. But just because someone is nice doesn't mean that you have to keep in touch with them. And it definitely doesn't mean that you should dedicate your precious and limited time to maintaining friendships unless it's a really good fit. When I was younger, I definitely was more let's say confrontational than I am now. And I had no problem removing people from my life when I thought it wasn't a good fit. I have definitely softened my approach over time and I've thankfully gotten more tactful as I've aged, but my stance has not changed on this. People that are negative or people that actively work against you have to be removed from your circle. Sometimes people just light up your nervous system, but in a bad way. And for some reason, we're often drawn to these people. If you have a friend that is overly needy of your time or gets mad at you when you have other things going on, is always glass half empty, or sometimes is straight toxic, like they talk about you when you're not around, they have to go. If you want my thoughts on how exactly to go about cutting ties, go back and listen to episode seven on cultivating what goes into your mind. There's a segment at the end there where I talk about how you might consider removing people from your circle by either fading away, which is probably the easier approach, but not necessarily what I recommend, or via having a series of honest conversations with them about what you're each bringing to the friendship and whether it makes sense to actually be friends. I have had a couple of really good friends that I've hung on to over the years. They all add something to my life and I add something to theirs. Sometimes that's a long history, support, and friendship, but most of the friends that I keep around are on a similar path as me. They're climbing in their careers. They're busting down walls. They're starting families, and a lot of them are starting families in non-traditional ways. And I've found over time that those are definitely my people, the people that it's easy to get along with. Conversation is easy. We help each other and we lift each other up. Now I want to talk about adding to your circle intentionally. Something that successful people do, but most don't, is adding people to their circle that represent what they want in the future or who they want to be in the future that you can learn from. There's something about the energy of these people that makes you want to be a sponge and work your butt off to live the kind of life that they have. And hey, it also doesn't hurt that often when you have friends like this, they will share their connections with you. They will give you referrals and they become a supporter of you over time. Think about where you want to be in five years or so. I would write down a really detailed picture of this. Now, who do you know that's there? When I was going through this exercise, I literally made a list of people in my phone that I wanted to become friends with. And I thought it was kind of creepy, but also kind of smart. So I followed through with this entire exercise. While I made this list, one woman was the girl who microbladed my eyebrows. And when I was sitting with her and going through this process, I was just in awe of her. She ran this women's networking group, and I did not have many female friends at the time. She was building this business. She was in the process of like upgrading to a larger space and hiring employees. She just had this vision and this aura about her, and she had her head on so straight. She's gorgeous, confident, like everything that I have always wanted to be. Another friend that was on this list was a client of mine. We had mutual friends, and he is uber successful. And this guy isn't like where you want to be in five years successful. This is like he has more money and influence and friendships and everything you could want than most people can possibly imagine. 
I continued building a list with people just like this, people that I knew that I was interested in, that I had met from all over the place. And they were doing cool things like they were working hard. They were adopting kids like I had adopted kids. They were traveling the world. And then I went about trying to become friends with these people. Now, this is definitely way easier said than done. You have to really get over your fear, especially if you have a fear of rejection. This is going to be difficult, but worthwhile. Do something like invite them over for dinner, ask them to coffee, offer them something. So for example, the first woman that I mentioned that was on my list, I offered to come and speak to her women's networking group. And now not only am I close with her, but I have a number of really good friends that I met in that group a few years ago. Now, you have to acknowledge that while you're going through this exercise, not everyone is going to have space for you. And that is okay intentionally adding just a couple of people to your circle can change everything about how you think and act when you're with your friends. And it's this really cool halo effect that can completely change your life if you're intentional about it. So in summary, make sure you're keeping people in your circle for a reason. Check out episode seven for more information on auditing your circle and cutting ties if you need to. And make that list of inspirational people that you want in your circle and then get to work. Be patient, be persistent, be kind, be giving, and be grateful if they do give you their time. Because making a few friends that are really inspirational and aspirational for you can change everything. Well, it turns out I had a lot to say on this topic. Thank you for sticking with me. And if you got value from this, if you are planning to turn around and do a little audit of your own circle, share this with one friend, one person that you think would benefit from listening to this episode. And thank you again. I really appreciate the time that you spend listening. 